We're glad you've joined us at Rama for Today Radio. I said, if I was going by my feelings, I'd have you praying for me. I said, in fact, many times when I go to the pulpit, I don't feel a thing. Now, we all want to get that, you know, get that anointing first. Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. A lot of times I've gone to the pulpit. Man, if I'd been going by feeling, I'd have said, well, I'm no shape to pray. I'm out of fellowship with God. Everybody pray for me. I'd have them all praying. But no, I go on by faith and the anointing comes. And before you know it, praise God, you're just feeling juicy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching on what Jesus taught about prayer. Later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I just feel like the Lord hurt me. Now, those same people, when their feelings change and they feel like he didn't hear them, they're going to believe that because their faith's in their feelings, not in the Word. Amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians 5, 7 said. That's supposed to be in all aspects of our life. And that's why people many times are on spiritually on a spiritual roller coaster. Up and down. Up and down. And you'll hear them talking about one time you see them and they're in the valley. The next time you see them and they're on the mountaintop. The next time you see them, they're about halfway between the valley and the mountaintop. The next time you see them, they don't know where they are, where they've been or where they're going. They just hope they make it some happy day. Maybe. And you feel so sorry for them. Amen. But you know, I, I shock people sometimes when I tell them, now I've been a Christian 51 years. People who are talking about valley, I don't know what they're talking about. I've never been in the valley yet. I'm not planning on getting in the valley. Well, yeah, but haven't you had some tests and trials? Oh, certainly, 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 certainly. Well, that's what we mean by being in the valley. Well, I did. it didn't get me down while I had them. I rose above them. Amen. I just soared above the troubles and the trials. I was just up and happy. In the midst of the trials. In fact, I, I do more shouting when things are rough than I do when they're good. Anybody can shout, you know, while when the walls are falling down flat. But, but they had to shout. Israel had to shout, you know, before the walls of Jericho fell. Anybody can shout after the walls are down. But it takes faith to shout while the walls are still up. Amen. I tell the story sometime. I think it'll fit in here real good. Seems like the Holy Ghost is leading in that direction. I was holding a meeting in 1949, the church that I'd pastored, and I'd left that church in 1944. So uh, in this meeting, one of the ladies, the older ladies of the church said, Brother Hagin, you remember my daughter, Aline? I said, yeah, yeah, I remember her. I, I was pastor there altogether about four years. She came one time to church, and I met her. And uh, she said, well, I just got word. She lives in San Antonio, Texas, and I just got word that uh, now I knew this, that she had a, a tumor and they were going to operate on her. So they put her into the hospital to operate on her for this tumor and they found out that she had uh, uh, sugar diabetes. Her sugar was, you know, she, they couldn't operate on her. 
they gotta gotta get this, you know, her the sugar count down. And well, in the process of time, she lapsed into a coma. And so the doctors had said she'll never come out of the coma. There's, there's no hope. And so they'd called her mother. And so she said, I'm going down there. Would you, would you lay hands on this handkerchief? We were standing out in the churchyard before the service began. Would you lay hands on this handkerchief? So I laid hands on the handkerchief and prayed. Now, her daughter had known the Lord. She'd never been filled with the Spirit. But some years before, she had been, went to the altar and had been born again. So she went to San Antonio, laid that handkerchief. Now, the, 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 her daughter, who was 39 years old, was, uh, you know, under an oxygen tent. She just picked up tent, laid that handkerchief on her chest. The minute that handkerchief touched her, she regained consciousness, started praying, and instantly the Lord restored her to favor with himself. Filled her with the Holy Ghost because she started talking in tongues. She never had to baptize in the Holy Ghost. Started talking in tongues. Pulled the oxygen tent off of her. Began to pull the tubes and all out of her. And say, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Well, the nurses rushed in there. And they tried to quieten her down. They got the doctor and he came in. And they even gave her a shot. Tried to put her to sleep. Never had any effect on her. She just kept shouting talking in tongues. Just kept shouting talking in tongues. They kept her there for two or three days afterwards and couldn't find a trace of anything. The tumor disappeared. The sugar was normal. Everything about her was normal. After the third day, they said, but we don't understand it. This absolutely miraculous. She tried to pay the doctor. She told me herself personally later, three doctors, and they said, oh, no, you don't know us a thing. We've seen a miracle. <laughs> Amen. But now then, in the process of time, she and her sister shows up at our front door one day. A couple of years later. And uh, she has another tumor. Doctor said there's no relation between the two. Another tumor in a different part of her body. Well, I just simply said, the Lord healed you the first time. He'll heal you again. Praise God. Well, she said, Brother Hagin, she began to cry. She said, uh, I, I really didn't come for that. She said, actually... You know, uh, I made such a mess of my life. I've been married four times and at the present time while she wasn't married. And, and I made just such a mess of my life. If I could just get back to where I was with God, I'd just soon go ahead and die and go on to heaven. Well, I assume then by what she said that, you know, she's backslid. She's out of fellowship with God. And so then I began to work from that standpoint. Well, thank the Lord. I mean, you know, Prodigal son came back home. The Lord took him back. Amen. If we confess our sins, give her all those scriptures, get her back into fellowship. I said, let's just get out here and pray. My wife and she and her sister. So in our living room, you know, I got out on my knees. I was sitting on the couch right by her side and, and my wife on the other side. And, and so I got out. We got all, all four of us got on our knees. And, and I said, now you don't have to tell me whatever it is, however, whatever you've done, you know, she, she, she acts so bad about it that I just think man there's no telling what she's done man it has to be awful it has to be a terrible sin the way she looks the way she acts it just has to be something awful and I said you don't have to confess to me but just we'll just pray and you just tell the Lord and I mean never will forget as long as the day I live because, you see, I was holding a meeting close to home and, and staying at home because I didn't get to be home much and traveling. I'd get in late at night, you know, late. We wouldn't get to bed till 
one, two, even three o'clock. I think one night we got to bed at four o'clock in the morning. Well, you don't get up early the next morning then. You know, and they'd come at eight o'clock and we're still sound asleep. I think that was the morning we didn't get to bed till four, my wife and I. <laughs> and somebody wake you up at eight, you know, you come up right out of a deep sleep, you know. And so I remember kneeling right there by her. She looked at me and said, well, now, Brother Hagin, as far as I know, I just searched, searched. I haven't done anything wrong. Well, I don't know whether it's my righteous indignation or whether I was just mad <laughs> because she woke me up. I know I spoke real short. I just got up, you know, I said, well, just get up, get up, get up off your knees and sit down there. <laughs> I know, I really did. I, I spoke pretty short. You can't be grouchy and you haven't got enough sleep, you know. <laughs> don't care who you are. Son, don't care who you are. You're never that way, of course. I said, what in the world makes you think you're a backslider? You've got to get back to God. You're talking about getting back to God. You haven't done a thing in the world you know of is wrong. Well, she said, I don't feel like I used to. I said, oh, dear God. I've been talking to you this morning. You got me out of a sound sleep. We got to bed at four o'clock. And I'll tell you, be honest with you, I don't feel a thing. I mean, if I was going by my feelings, I'd think I was backslid. <laughs> Amen. I said, if I was going by my feelings, I'd have you praying for me. I said, in fact, many times when I go to the pulpit, I don't feel a thing. Now, we all want to get that, you know, get that anointing first. And sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. A lot of times I've gone to the pulpit. Man, if I'd been going by feeling, I'd have said, well, I'm no shape to pray. I'm out of fellowship with God. Everybody pray for me. I'd have them all praying. But no, I go on by faith and the anointing comes. And before you know it, praise God, you're just feeling juicy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I remember, I, remember, I remember that dear lady, she looked at me and she said, you mean preachers are that way too? <laughs> yeah, preachers are just like you. They're just as human as you are. Just because they've got the call of God on them doesn't make them a super Christian. In fact, they may not even be as mature a Christian as you are a lot of times. Amen. Well, she said, what do you do? I said, I just walk by faith and not by sight. She said, what do you mean you walk by faith and not by sight? Well, I said, just sit there then and watch me. I moved off of the couch and got a chair and moved it right up in front of her. I mean, I mean, our faces wasn't maybe two feet apart. I said, I'm going to shut my eyes and pray, but now you watch my face. I never right now, right now, I never felt so dead. I never felt so listless. I never felt so unspiritual in my life as I do right now. Amen. But you keep your eyes open and watch. I'm going to shut my eyes just to shut you out, my wife and, and, and her woman sister. So I just shut my eyes and I said, oh, Father, oh, I'm so glad I'm saved. I'm so glad I'm born again. I'm so glad I'm in the family of God. I'm so glad that you're my very own father and I'm your very own child. I'm so glad that I'm washed in the blood of Jesus. 
The Word of God said, Now unto him that loved us and has washed us from our sins in his own blood. I'm blood washed, blood cleansed. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled The Untapped Power of Praise. There is unlimited power waiting to be released on the inside of every believer. The power of praise. We can overcome the trials of life and win the victory every time by praising God with a heart full of love and gratitude. Next, from Kenneth E. Hagan, the four-CD set entitled Ministering to the Lord. In the midst of troubles, we must worship and praise God for who He is and what His Word says. As we fellowship with the Father, our faith will grow and we will be set free from the power of circumstances. Both of these items are for the special price of $22.22. That's $17.73 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Coming up in September, ladies, Kindle the Flame, September the 26th through the 28th. So make plans now to come, and we'll be telling you more about it in later broadcasts. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this powerful teaching on what Jesus taught about prayer. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.